Welcome back to the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. It's um, like we do every week. We talk to really cool people who are doing big things in their niche. And so they're from different industries, um, different backgrounds, uh, variety of fields. And, and we really try to tap into some of the things that are, are making them successful in their areas, but also ask for um, some of their tips and tricks and, and things uh, um, that have really worked for them in the last little while. So we are gonna do that today. We've got some really cool guests um, coming up. Um, before we head into today's episode though, um, I wanna acknowledge the listeners and the viewers because um, uh, you know without, without both of those people, obviously, these chats don't really mean anything. So um, I do want to share two reviews that we had recently. And uh, um, one of them is from Phil Buckley 01. And um, I'll just read it out so that uh, you know we get exactly what uh, Phil said. Um, he said, Jamie, thank you for an excellent interview with Nina Purewall. Um, I've read Let That Shit Go um, from cover to cover, and it's an engaging and insightful book on personal resiliency. It was interesting and illuminating to hear more about her mindfulness journey, and the tips she shared will help me be the best version of myself. Thanks again. Um, feedback like that's fantastic. Uh, if you haven't seen uh, or heard the episode with Nina, make sure you do that. Um, really, really interesting woman. Um, one more. Um, I really enjoyed listening to these amazing and informative conversations from the most innovative leaders. The conversations are truly inspirational and motivational for everyone, especially for youth who are struggling to build their careers and lives. I really learned from Heather Monahan on creating confidence um, through authenticity and courage. And that was from Silsila G. I hope hopefully I pronounced that uh, appropriately. Um, again, if you haven't listened to Heather's episode, do that. Um, you know, again, a fantastic episode and she's been doing great things all over the place right now. Um, one other quick shout out is to our uh, to one of our sponsors, um, FNX, fitness apparel and performance supplements. Um, whether you're wanting to uh, just get more healthy or whether you already are um, kind of a, an athlete looking for higher performance, um, they have some great stuff uh, available in both. Um, they have a really cool t-shirt actually that I, I love and that we're probably going to give out in the next little bit that has invested on it. Um, their, uh, um, their motto or what they go by is uh, uh, live in victory every day. Um, so there are, are some pretty cool products on there that they use, but also a lot of, uh, a lot of good um, kind of inspirational things as well. So if you um, want more information on that, um, go to the podcast um, website, which is www.bigideabigmoves.com, and uh, we'll have a uh, discount code there for you as well. And the last thing before we go into um, our discussion today is that we are um, in the early stages of putting together a live event of the podcast um, so that you'll be able to interact and, and kind of see uh, and, and hopefully hear from some of the guests that we've had um, on uh, the podcast uh, now and over the next little while and uh, if you want to get kind of early access to that or watch for information on it when you go to the website um, there is a newsletter um, form go on um, put yourself on the list for the newsletter and uh, we'll get the information to you and you'll have first crack at um, being able to get tickets to that event so uh, so that should be coming up in uh, in the spring this year um, so lots of inspirational people and inspirational things um, that we've been doing over the last little while. Um, today's guest is, uh, we've already been chatting for a little bit and, and I, I just think um, uh, Lena is, is uh, really, really inspiring and, and has some really great thoughts that I think we'll tap into today. Um, Lena Khalifa is the founder of She Fighter. 
Um, that's the first self-defense studio for women only that um, started in the Middle East. Really cool. Um, and now it's expanded all over the world. And we'll get into some of that as well. And, uh, and I believe she has all female trainers in that as well. Yeah. So that, that's actually cool. Um, but Lena was recognized by President Barack Obama at the White House in 2015, has been awarded the Economic Empowerment Leadership Award by Hillary Clinton and Vital Voices. She's been awarded the Inspire Humanitarian Award by ESPN and UFC and spoke at last year's World Economic Forum. Um, she's a TEDx speaker, so if anyone's wanting a speaker, she uh, is a fantastic speaker. That's how I, I uh, was introduced to her. Um, she has trained actress and activist Emma Watson, and she is a huge advocate for gender equality. Um, so inspiration all around. Um, but uh, maybe I'll, I'll kind of throw that out as the first thing is, is how does it feel to have that much kind of acknowledgement and, um, um, you know, and, and basically your mission recognized by so many people. Yeah, well, uh, winning actually feels really good, right? Like yeah. you feel like you, um, you achieved a lot of things uh, through your journey and uh, life. But honestly, all these um, recognitions and awards and uh, I was, it's funny, I was talking to my friend yesterday about it, like the small things matters more to you than yeah. all the um, global recognitions in the world. Yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes uh, we have to stop and think about um, all the people clapping to you every single day yeah. um, because we are kind of um, going through this uh, a path where we clap to people who are winning and succeeding all the time, but the people who are trying and failing, we don't recogni recognize them. Yeah. But for me, uh, it is amazing, of course, to have uh, a huge achievement, uh, like impact in the world and uh, global leaders would uh, recognize it. But at the same time, smaller things matter to me even more. Like a little girl would come to me and told me, like, yeah. tell me, you changed my life. Yeah. Or I got bullied in school and I managed to stand up against my bully and uh, um, or you built like self-confidence in me or these small things matters more because we are all human at the end of uh, at the end of any kind of uh, business you're trying to um, to work in or we are all human and we need that uh, human connection. Um, objects are just objects. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's important to have awards, recognitions, all of that, but it should not. Um, it should not change who you are, and it should not change or affect your ego. That's yeah. really important, because you are trying to make uh, smaller changes and smaller impact on uh, many, many lives, and that's what uh, really matters at the end of the day. Are you really impacting others? And the most important thing is. Are you impacting yourself? Are you growing? How are you feeling about it? Are you satisfied? Are you happy? Uh, and if the answer is yes, then keep doing it. If the answer is uh, no, then there is something else you need to look for. So it's just um, it's just amazing. Amazing. I mean, I think my answer would be different when uh, I started getting rec recognitions because I was yeah. so excited. Sure. I, I could not believe it. And, but uh, later on in life, I realized the smaller things, the people who really care for you, the people who would, uh, who didn't care about your achievements, who would yeah. just um, love you for who you are. Yeah. So for me, that's really uh, also important. You know, I, I thought, so in our conversation just before we came on today, um, you were talking about how 
how things have come up in your life that have, um, you know, maybe not right at the time they happened, but now that you have had some experience and things like that, that they um, they changed your outlook on on uh, um, things like your national team experience and everything. Oh, yeah. So, um, can you can you walk us through a little bit about you know the journey you took before you got to She Fighter? Oh right? yeah. Um, so um, when I was a kid, uh, my parents enrolled me in Taekwondo and uh, I, I just found Taekwondo is my passion at that time. Um, I was anyway, I was like I had a lot of energy as a kid. I was um, going outside in the street a lot and boys wouldn't accept a girl yeah. to join them in like a soccer game or so they used to beat me up a lot and yeah. I beat them back. <laughs> and that was like my childhood. So then my father like, okay, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we need to uh, we need to enroll Lena in in like a fighting school. Yeah. Because she already have all this, uh, you know, fighting skills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she she needs to put them in order, and uh, that was the best. Because the moment I I try taekwondo, you just know it. Like I felt home, yeah. and I felt like I belong to this community where everybody's highly disciplined, respect, uh, and dedicated to the training. So I was uh, I was there almost like when I was younger. I was there three times a week. But then later on, as I took my black belt, I, I started going every single day. Yeah. So it was like my social life, my family, my I even used to see them more than my family. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, because you also as a teenager, you go to school and you just hate things in school. You don't like it. You don't fit yeah. in. And for me, Taekwondo during that um one of like that day is an escape from all the problems. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it was um, it was really important uh, being raised as a as a teenager. Like I mean, now let the listeners, if they have also teenage kids or even kids, they should enroll them in a very disciplined um, kind of uh, uh, like martial arts or any kind of sports that they they would spend. Uh, they would uh, I would say waste energy in. And at the same time, they would spend their energy in something beneficial for them uh, later on in life. Right. Because it helped me later on uh, creating my business and uh, just uh, committing to all these people that I'm, I'm working with and all the uh, values that a lot of people lack. Like yeah. also, you know, like also be on time or respect other people's time or all of this. I had to, um, I learned it from Taekwondo, from martial arts. Yeah. yeah. And and so in building She Fighter, I mean that uh, did you find a lot of barriers? I guess in in the areas of the world that you started this this type. I mean, you mentioned that when you were younger, um, you weren't allowed to play in soccer games, and that's what created yeah. a lot of the conflict and things like that. That that is that still happens in many parts of the oh, world. Yeah. Um, so was it difficult to be able to start the programs you did and to start the those studios? knowing that's the culture or maybe the culture isn't as welcoming at that point. Yeah, um, it was. It was very challenging and it got more challenging Challenging uh, as I started growing the, the whole movement and the project. Yeah. Uh, but at the beginning, um, uh, I'm a very persistent person. When uh, I want to do something, I don't care about any problems because if you want to think and focus on the problems, you're not going to get one step ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was thinking about like, how can I take it step by step? I started at the basement of my parents' house. Um, I started only with two of my friends, uh, clients. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and later on, I started getting more of uh, women like interested to join the training. Um, after a year, I realized I cannot stay in the basement because I need a bigger, bigger space. Yeah. 
And I said, I had a mentor at that time, which is really good. Um, uh, he wasn't, uh, like, he did not understand what I'm doing in the business side, but he was, like, supporting me more psychologically. Right. Like, uh, you know, uh, it's okay, Lena, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think about all the negative uh, things. and Because sometimes you go into ups and downs. It's like a roller coaster of emotions uh, and feelings. And um, uh, also knowing if you're doing the right thing or, or not yeah. as a start. Um, yeah, later on, I... Um, I uh, also uh, started to shift my focus on the support, small support that I get from people. Yeah. Um, you know, Jordan is a very male-dominated also society, yeah. um, which is uh, which is just hard uh, to believe that something like this would be successful. Yeah. Uh, but you will be um, shocked and like surprised of how many people would support that kind of training for women. Yeah. Uh, even women themselves. So yeah. I I said, I'm just going to focus on the small support that I have mm-hmm. and grow from there. Yeah. And uh, I was completely ignoring all, you know, like negative feedback, yeah. people like, you know, naysayers or like, you're not going to do it. You're not going to achieve it. Even people who are closer to you, yeah. close to you, like your family members. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, at that time, like... Um, a lot of people would be affected by people who you love them a lot because yeah. their decision matters. Yeah. But um, they can be they can damage you really, uh, you know, like by saying one thing that they don't believe in you or your mission, whatever. Yeah. They can really hurt you. But later on, I realize it's just an opinion. Whether yeah. they're close they're just to coming, you, and whatever mindset they're coming from is has been developed over yeah. time, as based well, on their right? experience. Right. Yeah. And it's not necessarily meaning to be, you know, My negative experience. or yeah. whatever, but um, it's you're coming from that experience. Oh so. yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I, and and you mentioned kind of enjoying the small things, and 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 um, I would assume that maybe do you have like a um, a specific you know person or something when you've gone through this this journey a little bit that you know you've really impacted or that you um like do you have a story that you can oh, share yeah, i have of, many stories yeah, <laughs> i can I, I share mean, tell like, us one because I, I i really think that's a big part of it is yeah. the impact you have on people i mean uh also working with um, vulnerable areas like also i work i worked with the syrian refugees and mm-hmm. um just uh hearing them saying that this kind of program changed my life yeah uh, and like she, they brought their daughters and their um, their kids to the training, and it just gives me a lot of um, hope on uh, how we are shifting and changing toward also uh, how women need to believe in themselves. Uh, yeah. Because what I what I've been seeing a lot that it's all about it's all internal. Uh, a lot of women don't believe they can do anything, and they have been raised this way. I mean, it's not it's not their fault. Um, they're like systemized since they're kids that they just can't do it the way boys can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, women who are rebelling against kind of system, there are few people. Uh, I'm one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, since I was a kid, anybody who would tell me you can't do it, you're a girl, I would, I'm just, I, I would go completely like I want to prove uh, to everybody. Now, like later on in, in life, I realized like when I started growing up, like why do I why am I even <laughs> trying to prove something to yeah. people? <laughs> yeah. I think the only person I need to um uh prove that I'm growing uh beyond any norms, I'm changing societies, I'm just growing within my mind is myself. Yeah. I should not care about proving, you know, that I can be successful because one person told me you cannot do it. Yeah. I mean it's um for me it's like uh 
it's uh it's a motivation <laughs> anybody yeah. who tells me you cannot do it i'm like i'm gonna prove <laughs> well you think of how many um high performance athletes um yeah. female athletes in maybe more male dominated sports and and i think just from my experience like you see um like a female hockey player like Haley wickenheiser in in canada you know she's and and her her story is sounds very similar it's that you know how many times she was told no you can't play with the boys you can't play at the same level as boys and that's what motivated her and and it's it's unfortunate that that's the motivator but but you're right i i'm sure many many um women go through that that path and and hopefully that's changing a bit but But. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it can stop them from going into this direction yeah. and they shift their their direction and focus to something else or it can give them like this motivation that I want to prove that um I'm I have a voice, I'm worthy, I can be recognized. Um but later on in life, they they're going to realize at some point that it's their journey at the end of the day. Um it's uh whether they they have to grow within their mind spirit and uh if they align all this journey and path toward that end goal which is growing from within then they're definitely um they're definitely making an impact making changes and uh they're definitely going on the right track uh but if they're trying to prove something uh that is not their journey or path they're just uh i would say <laughs> wasting a lot of time on um and you know like thinking about uh uh negative uh, i would say like path or like it's not for them they yeah. they're meant maybe to do something way bigger than this or in another direction where they can f- rise yeah. completely rise uh from within how did you learn that lesson um so uh i, I I think I talked to you before about yeah, that. Yeah. It started with the with joining the national team in Taekwondo yeah. uh where my dream at that time was to be at the Olympics and win the gold medal and I I was 100% sure I can do it because I'm a gold medalist for um for many years in in my country and mm-hmm. um uh I knock all the players out <laughs> in like the first uh, few minutes uh, yeah. and I was known for being really strong. um but then the national team uh had this um uh kind in in Jordan they had something like they did not want they select few players to represent their country in uh, in the olympics i wasn't one of them because i come originally from palestine not jordan yeah. so that's oh, where the okay. conflict starts yeah. i mean i do have i'm i'm born in jordan i'm jordanian but we have this kind of racism where you know where your grandpa coming from yeah. yes <laughs> uh, where you like refugees from palestine 1948 <laughs> yes <laughs> but i never visited palestine still you're treated like palestinian which is so yeah, sad which is so sad yeah. and they were trying to push me away all the time every time i win a gold medal they're like they do anything to get rid of me wow. so i was fighting and fighting and fighting pushing myself like no i can do it uh they just have to believe in me i'm strong enough and even my parents said like uh you know you're just trying to prove something to the wrong people all yeah. the time yeah. why don't you just quit and i told them no i've been training for like 15 years or more i'm not just going to quit because some you know stupid uh people have like uh, with like high profile <laughs> yeah. in the federation they want me 
completely out. Uh, so I was going against the flow of life in trying to prove to the, uh, I was in, I would say it was in my community. It was in my, um, my, my vibration or energy. It yeah. wasn't the right place for me because they never believed in my abilities, even if I get the gold medal or not. And they just had few people in mind that they want to send them to the Olympics to represent the country. Yeah. So life kind of uh, happened um, by like things happened by itself because I was trying to push myself to wake up every day at 5 a.m., go to this uh, routine of training where I have to run for two hours and then like do 3000 skipping rope. And then <laughs> it's like this crazy routine. And one day I was um, running at 5 a.m. I hated waking up to do this. And uh, I just uh, twisted my ankle and broke my leg. Yeah. And of course they could not, like they find it a best excuse to kick me out yeah. Of, yeah. of the Federation. Then when I healed after six months, I tried to prove myself again and get back to the national team. And uh, bigger things happened where like I, I injured my knee, twisted completely my knee because wow. they did not want to send me to represent uh, Jordan in uh, Korea at that time yep. uh, to uh, compete uh, uh, in a global, uh, one of the global uh, world competitions. Yep. And I was uh, very qualified to do it, but they just the same. They wanted to get rid of me. Yeah. So life happened and I, I just injured my knee, twisted my knee completely. I had to do operation and then I went completely into this dark side yeah. where like I thought, you know, life, if you push yourself, uh, you're going to achieve things. That's what they teach us. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, um, never give up or, you know, work hard or, but sometimes if you're going against your, you know, your path or your journey, life would start, you know, first they're going to, life will push you. Then they're going to, life will punch you. Yeah. Then life will like an accident would happen, <laughs> throw you completely, knock you off. Yeah. Um, but that's where I learned that I need to, of course, it was hell staying in bed for, uh, especially if you're an athlete and you have this routine of intensive training, yeah. your muscles will hurt if you stay in bed. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like you need to move. Uh, but at the same time, uh, when I got injured in my knee, my muscle in that leg completely, uh, I lost completely the muscle. Because once you have an injury, mm -hmm. the muscle would, uh, it's like you go to zero yeah. muscle. Yeah. You can't even lift your leg. Yeah. So it's like you go completely uh, all over again, building yourself, yeah. which annoys me because it took me 15 years right. to reach that level. Now I have many injuries. <laughs> um, and I was always mad at life, like why, you know, like, but then I realized later on in life, when you don't listen to um, signs or um, uh, kind of life talking to you, like this is not your community, yeah. leave. You know, you got signs yeah. also from other people telling you it's not, it's not meant, it's not for you. Yeah. Um, it will, you know, it, you will attract injuries and sickness to your life. Mm -hmm. So when you are not happy, or trying to prove something to others, or if yourself. you feel miserable, yeah. Yeah. just take it, take a break, yeah. and think about it. Think about, or it, it will be like later on, uh, because now we we hear about a lot of people also die from like cancer, Alzheimer, whatever. Yeah. But this developed through years, yeah. through years of a lot of you know anger and hate and stress and everything yeah. inside of us that we keep pushing ourselves that we can do it. 
but it's not our path to take. Yeah. Maybe we're better somewhere else, but like, but we need to give life also like, we need to be patient with life. It's like, uh, we cannot get the answers right away. It's like, we're gonna get it with time, trying different things. And when it feels good, go with it. Like I did, it, I right? did try. You, you know when it's the right thing. Oh yeah, you just know it. The same way I knew when I joined Taekwondo when I was a kid, I knew the moment I got there, it's like my community. Yeah. It was, and Taekwondo is like still one of the best um, disciplined sports that I've ever tried in my life and, and trained. Uh, it's just the national team wasn't for me. Right. The right. vibration and the right. intention of the and, people. And that's yeah. not just athletics. That, I mean, every yeah. area, of, I mean, I think of how many people we've talked to that um, were in a, a corporate job that, you know, they, oh, yeah. they thought, you know, same thing. I've been pushed. I've been pushed. Uh, I think if I just keep achieving, keep achieving, keep achieving, and then you get to a certain point and it's, well, what am I doing all of this for? And, uh, and when they've moved, they have found kind of that, that different kind of calm, but it also allows you to, to achieve success yourself rather like in, in what, whatever that means to you personally, rather than it being driven by outside people. Yeah. And I understand there's a lot of people with many responsibilities, like they have Absolutely. kids, they have yeah. families, yeah. they have to just feed them. Right. Yeah. And, um, and giving up on this job, it can be like they, there's no food on the table. Absolutely. So sometimes it's just, um, a balance of, uh, um, it's like uh, all choices and decisions and uh, some path will take like will be harder than other path but um, it's uh, at the end of the day the I think the most important thing we need to uh, care about other than achievements or our health yeah are we really healthy are we happy are we mentally <laughs> yeah, healthy yeah. because I think now um, in our time especially now with many developed countries, uh, I think people suffer from a lot of depression, anxiety, stress. Uh, they just do things. They push themselves. They they try to compete with uh, other people who are ranking, you know, uh, number one, or they want to prove something to their boss, to their families. Yeah. Uh, they're afraid to fail. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's just um, it, it, they have to be be worried about their health at the end at the end of the day because. Um, when when you look at the journey they have been walking through in their lives, it, you would say, oh, you know, they're hardworking, they've done a lot, uh, they, uh, you know, they, they achieved a lot, but suddenly something happens in their, like, probably, you know, like, later on in life, like, yeah. 30s, 40s, or 50s even, where they're like, oh, where did I get that from? You know, like, yeah. but when you look at your life and... Um, how do you want to really live it? How do you really want to live it? Uh, I would I would say focus a lot on a lot of love around you, uh, like animals, kids, uh, nature, uh, people who really love you. Uh, surround yourself with a lot of love and focus on growing that love because at the end, uh, at the end of the day, we are all uh, made of love. And uh, if we uh, focus only on achievements and our ego and uh, which is everybody does, um, yeah. we will kind of lose the uh, energy around us that is that we are human beings made of love and we kind of become heartless and uh, we will kill ourselves slowly. Yeah. Um, so I, I realized all of this also later on, I developed a she fighter. I was very dedicated to it and, yeah. and still. And um, 
at at some point after two years of working inside uh, my enterprise, creating you know the system, and uh, mm-hmm. I said I cannot keep doing that to myself every single day. I'm the only one who's training, um, meeting people, coaching. I was yeah. like killing myself completely from 6 a.m. in the morning to 11 p.m. I would skip all. Uh, you know, um, invitations to like weddings, parties, everything, because I was working, there's no weekends. Uh, I was building an enterprise where I believed I can do something. And life gave me what I wanted because I was working hard and I had a vision. But then I said, um, I started going to the hospital even more. You know, I started coughing a lot. I had, uh, I started losing my voice. And uh, because my chakra is my throat, (laughs) Uh, I'm a good communicator. So So once also you neglect that, that will definitely affect like directly would like it would be your strength and weakness at the same time. So that's why it's important to know your chakra. Yeah. Where are your strengths and it can become your weakness once you get sick. Right. Uh, Some people say, you know, they have stomach ache. Some people say, you know, they, they have headache. Yeah. Some people would say, like I said, I lose my voice. I said I was, yeah. I was yeah. just losing my voice from stress. Yeah. And um, when I said, okay, I'm gonna create a system that will go with or without me. Either I'm here or I'm not here. I yeah. want the system to run. Yeah. So I invested in the system, created training of trainers uh, model, copyrighted the whole manuals. Uh, and I started certifying and training others so they can train because yeah. I cannot do it by myself. Sure, yeah. And from that time, I became lighter. Um, I wouldn't uh, worry a lot about, you know, um, small things like teaching a class. Yeah. I would, I have a team that would do it. <laughs> yeah. And later on, as I started growing after eight years, I realized I'm traveling a lot. I'm uh, expanding and selling my license, uh, training trainers everywhere in the world. I cannot keep going back to the studio to deal with like day to day. Um, so I sold the franchise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sold the franchise and I felt way lighter when I when yeah. I did uh, to my team, which have been working in this business for like five years. And I'm like, you already take take charge of it. Yeah. I'm going to give it all up to you. And now I'm going to go do something uh, in another path. Also with entrepreneurs, yeah. uh, because it's really important, you have to learn when to let go when to let go when to systematize like you did and when is the right time to transition because control will give you satisfaction you know i'm in control of things i'm I'm in control of my life but letting go can be so hard so hard i mean it was you built it i mean it's you've you've built it from nothing so that you have more investment than almost anything else yeah it's like you feel like it's your baby and you're letting go of your baby yeah but it's not kind of your baby because you're growing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've seen it in also a lot of, you know, um, ev- everywhere. And like I've seen it in doctors. I've seen it in teachers and coaches. They don't want to let go of their position. Yeah. If they let go of their po- this position, it means they're, they ha- they're worthless. Yeah. That's how they feel. Like, yeah. okay, now I don't have control over my staff, my job, my, yeah. you know, but... Once you make that step, it's so hard, it's so difficult, but it's like, it's it's just, um, it's like you become lighter suddenly. Yeah, it's freeing. It's probably. freeing. And yeah. then you start seeing and focusing on bigger, wider picture, yeah. not just day to day. Well, I think, uh, yeah. I think of now, you've gone beyond that and you spend a lot of your time 
um, inspiring others through your story and through what you do behind, you know, the, the story behind building the business and help yeah. people kind of help them through their path. And, and you probably have a much wider impact than you did running that exactly. piece of the enterprise. It's yeah. just, it's, it's making the transition. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm very happy to see my teams everywhere, even in Germany, um, uh, training and providing workshops, classes, seminars. Uh, Jordan, when I decided to sell the license, yeah. suddenly the team were, um, they always rely on me. You know, yeah. like Lena is like the boss. When yeah. she says something, we do it. <laughs> But when I told them, I had to meet with them and told them, you can do it by yourself. You're certified. You're the best. Yeah. You can do that in, in, in Jordan, in many rural areas and in the city. And, and at the beginning, they were afraid, of course. You know, sure. like, sure. no, we cannot do it by, you know, without you. Now, my team is running many projects, workshops, and um, I stay in touch, of course, with yeah. them every single day uh, just to keep them motivated. Yeah. And that would help them even set up, uh, like, a whole new... Instagram account, website, everything. Yeah. I take them through like it's not just I would tell them, okay, I trained you, you're on your own. No, yeah. co completely we stay connected every single day. Even my team in South Korea, even the women in uh, Mauritius, in, uh, in, uh, it's just believing. People also need somebody to believe in them. Yeah. Push them. Yeah. Uh, like, you can do it. I'm here and I'm going to teach you how to do it but you have to take steps by yourself. Yeah. And that's how I've been um, working with women, uh, building more leaders yeah. um, than just uh, trainers. Yeah. Now that's one thing that, um, I mean, the, the first place that I uh, connected with you is um, you were in a, on a women in leadership panel. And uh, I found kind of your, um, how you looked at that kind of whole, um, uh, not just the panel and the interaction with the panel, but, but, but your philosophy behind how to kind of, you know, um, uh, or behind gender equality, um, I thought was interesting. And I'm wondering, can you expand on that and just kind of what you, what you, what your thinking is around how do you change some of that? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I've, I've been speaking to hundreds of conferences, uh, invited yeah. to speak. I love speaking a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I said, it's like my, uh, strength, my chakras, for sure, for <laughs> communication. Sure. Um, so I noticed in a lot of, uh, in all the women panels, all of them, uh, every one of them, I've been to the even World Bank, uh, I've been to, um, even, even they had like one time a panel in the White House, every, everywhere in the world, they always finish with this question. Um, we have few men in, um, in the audience. Uh, well, we hope that we can uh, get more men to support women, um, women leadership or women, uh, women moving on in life, uh, building their careers. Uh, and we need like more support of yeah, men. Yeah, like more advocates. More advocates, yeah. Yes. They always seek, uh, so I always felt that they always seek the approval of men. Yeah. While in men's conferences, men's panels, men's soccer, whatever, <laughs> yeah. football or like even... Uh, um, they never ever said uh, we need to have a woman to, you know, to like uh, uh, to balance it or yeah. I, they always just do the work. Uh, yeah. They kind of don't care if there's like other genders on the table or not. They just do the work and they just told them why women all the time seek approval from men to do the work or to have an opportunity. They can create opportunities by themselves. They, you don't need to wait uh, to get more men in the, on the panel or men in the audience 
so you can do what you want to do. You have to do it anyway, with or without them, yeah. whether they support or not. And there's women who are going to support you and there's women who's going to go against you. There's men who's going to support you and men who will go against you. I believe it's just um, gender um, doesn't really uh, matter at um, like when when you're moving in because I created also my system and my enterprise in one of the most male dominated societies. I I became I I I had a lot of friends who are men in um, but I never looked at gender. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when they tell me, oh, did you face this obstacle because you're a woman? I never thought about it. Yeah. I thought like I face this obstacle because everybody faces obstacles in life. Yeah. <laughs> and they should just go and solve it. Right. Um, like I. But but would you say there are more obstacles or barriers in for women? Those? Yes. Oh, diff- of course. Uh, yeah. But if you keep thinking about it like this, you will never move ahead. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you think about that, it's just an obstacle and I'm going to solve it. It doesn't yeah. matter your gender. You're going to solve it. Like I had obstacles from government. Uh, I had obstacles sure. <laughs> from like anti-smuggling department. Yeah. Even one time, like completely wow. uh, like uh, the uh, six cars, uh, big uh, Chevrolet cars that just surrounded my car and like 20 cops came outside and I, like if someone else maybe would say because I'm a woman yeah <laughs> but I did not solve it that way uh, I had to solve it with um, communication <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because there's no other way <laughs> yeah at that point <laughs> like how is your day yeah. officers why am I being <laughs> um, also a positive uh, mindset all the time even yeah. if they go against you yeah. like why do you look like this and you're like you just don't go against it like with a negative reply. You're like, well, you know, I'm I'm an athlete. I train in Taekwondo. Uh, that's why I have a short hair. Uh, does your and completely switch the topic to their families. Like, do your you know, do you have kids? Do they play Taekwondo? And suddenly they forget about right. why they <laughs> they're trying to arrest you. It's kind of <laughs> making that personal connection in some oh, way. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like anything else when things are aren't when yeah. you don't have a personal connection. It's really easy to be stuck in whatever your mindset. Yeah, is. Yeah, I think right? you need to be smart um, in many countries to solve um, problems. You yeah. just need to use your brain. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so. One of the things, um, I, one of our previous episodes, we talked to Joe Decina, and I, I think I mentioned he's um, the CEO of Spartan Race. And um, his, uh, his idea, he's very into functional fitness and, and endurance and things like that. And one of the things that he, um, he does, I, I don't know if you know the story, he, he, he was helping an individual lose weight at one point. And one of the deals he had with that person is that he would carry a kettlebell that was the weight of whatever was lost during that time period so that he was carrying the extra weight this person was losing. And every day, at least until a certain time period, he still does, but it's not the same weight as the person lost, but he carries a kettlebell with him every day. He gets up, he's that person who gets up at four o'clock in the morning, he does a workout and does it with his kids. Um, so it's, it, it's that very kind of almost a militaristic kind of way of looking at fitness and wellness. And, and um, I'm just wondering if you were to say what your philosophy is around it, um, how would how would you articulate that, and how does it differ from something that um, you know everybody has different ways of looking at it? But that's an example of one. Yeah, uh, discipline and practice is very important. You have to have uh, daily practices uh, just to keep your mind, body, and spirit healthy. You should not focus only on the body. Um, mm-hmm. Like uh, I think now we need to start also 
doing some work on the mind. So uh, how like we we suddenly uh, found like results in opening all these gyms yeah. and all this, you know, like uh, sports and it's actually making a lot of you can see the results on the body. But there is more work on the mind that is neglected. Yeah. So I think the same amount of hours you spend on your body has to be spent on your mind. So mind has um, a lot of different practices. Uh, one of them is, um, for example, try to learn new la- new language. Um, just visit a new country and try to connect with people and learn something about their culture. Um, learn a new sport, um, a new hobby. Try something new all yeah. the time. Your brain need to. Uh, you cannot. Um, what I noticed also going into my uh, my career and uh, building this uh, movement, I was doing the same thing that I already know. Yeah. Then I realized I'm not growing within my mind if I keep focusing on something I already know. I need to learn something I don't know, yeah. like maybe driving a motorcycle. Something that will take you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So mind has has to uh, develop a lot. Uh, people need definitely they need to stop, um, um, you know, wasting time on technology all the time because it will mm-hmm. reduce uh, the um, uh, your your brain your brain waves. That's number one. Your your brain health. Uh, it will damage the neurons in your in your brain if you. Just um, because uh, sometimes, like in our time, we think if we get a lot of information from the technology, <laughs> is actually we are restoring we are storing this information in our brain. Yeah. But then you think about it, we're kind of moving into a dumb <laughs> age yeah. or era. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, definitely do a lot of. Um, also, uh, you need to use your body to. Um, to connect with your brain. For example, when you were a kid, you were doing Lego or building things or yeah. um, playing Play-Doh, whatever. You know, like yeah. use your hands more often to create and build things because it will connect to your tactile. mind. And that's how you stay in balance between, yeah. also like spiritual, they can do meditation or if yeah. they're religious or, but you have to balance the three. You can't work on one part and neglect the others. As one will fall down. Yeah. Um, so what is, what is going on with you over the next little while? I know that, um, maybe can you tell us a little bit about, um, if there's, there's big things happening with she fighter and also just generally, um, I know you've been, you, you have, are having a little break right now from going all over the world, but I'm sure that you've got some things coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm now expanding, um, in North America and Canada. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to start providing events. Uh, I have one in Toronto coming soon in on the 8th of February and mm-hmm. uh, I do still um, speak in conferences but they're yeah. all like in Toronto and America so yeah. I have one uh, I think with the University of Toronto and on the 22nd of February okay. all right um, I still enjoy talking to youth a lot and uh, I want to do more of that yeah um, but uh, now expanding the system on the East Coast mm-hmm. uh, training more trainers yeah. and um, yeah taking it step by step into yeah. um, is there a is there a website if someone's interested in oh, yeah. in that what what would it be uh, shefighter.com all right shefighter.com okay um and the last thing that we ask every guest is um, if somebody is there kind of listening to this right now whether it's in their car on a train wherever um, if there are two or three things they could kind of just take away and do right away I know you kind of capsulized a couple of them but like really short something they can do just to start some action um, today what do you think would be really important things to, to kind of jump on right away? 
Um, I would say enroll in a new sport or hobby you never tried before. Yeah. Um, that's definitely like try something new all the time. Yeah. Um, and if they're having kids, they should um, they should uh, let them just be kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, like don't good. push yeah. them too much. Like don't expect that they would live your dream or <laughs> that you yeah. haven't lived. Yeah. Uh, you know, teaching them piano or music or sports. Maybe they don't want to do that. Yeah. Maybe you need to ask them what they want to do yeah. and let them try different uh, sports and hobbies and they pick on their own. Yeah. Maybe drawing can be uh, their hobby. Exposing or, them to things the same way as you're kind of saying yeah. for yourself, pick up new hobbies, pick up new things for them. They're learning at the, the exact same time. Definitely. And we should um, stop thinking a lot about uh, rankings you know like uh, our kid is going to be in harvard or stanford yeah. or yeah. more focus on are they happy or not yeah. do they really want to do that or is it like their father's dream or right. yeah we need we need to go back to this like just be a human being and live just happy every single day well, that's great. I, I mean, I tell you, our conversation today has been fantastic. No, I really appreciate it. No, thank you. Um, and so uh, so definitely make sure that you check out any of uh, the information on Lena. You'll see lots on there as well, not just her own uh, uh, her own organization, but um, speaking engagements. If you have the opportunity, make sure that you go and listen. Um, remember to uh, visit uh, our website. And uh, when, um, when you go on to uh, www.bigideabigmoves.com, um, we have, uh, we'll have the episode up there so you can subscribe directly there or any of the favorite kind of, um, podcast, uh, uh, platforms that you're on right now. Just make sure you hit subscribe, give us a review so that we know kind of, uh, how things have went and, and give feedback to Lena and I as well. Um, and, uh, and yeah, that will just, uh, make sure that, um, you also look at, um, there is a spot for a newsletter and as we have more information that comes out or anything from any of the guests, uh, we'll make sure we, we send that out directly. And you'll also have first crack at the, uh, live events that we have coming up over the next little while. So, um, so again, thanks to, uh, Lena and, uh, we'll see everybody again on uh, big idea, big moves. Mm-hmm.